Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. This is Darnell there. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an impossible are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith. Zach Cassian. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pooley back far and in. Love save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 Chet. ago today in Fernie, British Columbia. Alex Lifeson, the man we learned to know as Alex Lifeson, is born, going on to form what I would consider to be the most successful Canadian band. I'm a hip guy, but it's hard to discount what Rush did. It's Brendan Escott alongside Cam Moon. It's Friday. We're, we're kind of calling it Mail It In Friday because it is uh, my last day in the host chair before Bob returns on Monday. It has been an absolute blast over the last three weeks hanging out with you and with you, Cam, as well, when you've uh, had time for us here, which I appreciate again over the last couple of days. We've got a fun one coming up on this show. Some things moving and shaking around the NHL yesterday so we'll hit the beat reporter scene once again we're going to head down to Raleigh talk to Chip Alexander from the Raleigh News and Observer about the new look Carolina Hurricanes what are the Oilers getting in Warren Fogle as a player and hey how about that contract they just handed out to Andre Svechnikov some thoughts on that Jim Jackson is the play-by-play voice of the Philadelphia Flyers on NBC Sports we'll talk Carter Hart we'll talk Sean Couturier as well coming up after the one o'clock news, Dylan Dubé did resign in Calgary. Ryan Palin gets a deal in Montreal. It's been, uh, I guess, a bit of a busier end to the week than we have come to expect. But glad you're along for the ride. Again, where this is Oilers Now, we're brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We're going to get the conversation going early on the text line today, too, right, Cam? We, That's right. We, being ma- mail it in Friday, we figured let's leave a segment open. And at uh, 1.35 today, we, we'll just 
we'll answer your questions about the Oilers. What What is the goaltending situation going to be six months from now? What is it going to be three months from now? Is it the same that we're heading into camp with? Will Kyler Yamamoto be a part of training camp? He doesn't have a contract right now, though the Oilers do hold the hammer in that negotiation setting as it stands. There's a lot of questions. If you have any of them, hit us up at 780-496-0063. That is the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. I am at Brendan Escott. That's Brendan with an E, Escott with two T's. Cody Jansen putting the show together for us over the last three weeks as well. He is at Janner31 underscore. But today's top story, gentlemen, today's top story for legacy heating and cooling. Get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. It was a big one on tap yesterday afternoon between Canada and the Americans at the Women's World Hockey Championship. And Canada came out guns a-blazing. They were, they were going up against an American side that had won one, two, 29, 29 consecutive games at this particular event. Canada was up 5-0 in the second period of this game. They went on to a 5-1 win. That's good enough for my top story today. They, they made the country proud yesterday. Yeah, do you talk about coming out of the gates with with everything going their way it was a complete domination and you know third period there not much going on yeah good good for the uh, canadian women to have a I, I know it's just the preliminary round and it just means they finish first and they still have the quarters and the semis and are these two teams going to meet up again yeah it's very likely sure. that they will probably in the gold medal final game the one that uh, will count the most. Mm-hmm. So, but still, you'd rather win it five-one than lose it five-one, and good for them. And the Americans have won it every year since the Canadians last did. So this is usually what it boils down to, and what a statement in their first match in a couple of years. Well, you also got to tip your hat to Jamie Lee Rattray as well. I mean, she began as like the 13th forward on Canada, had a couple of goals yesterday. Like, what a tournament for her to really break onto the scene. And we've seen that on different editions of Canada, on women's levels, on men's levels. Uh, she, if you had not told me that she was the 13th forward, I would suspect she was your top line left winger, the way that Jamie Lee Rattray has played. And She's sort of embodied what Canada really has been able to do in every game of this tournament, and that is just simply outskate and outwork the opponent. And that's one thing when you're talking about doing it against the Russian Olympic Committee. It's a different thing when you're running the Americans out of your home building. Without your captain, your leader, Marie-Philippe Poulin who missed that game last night and they had known well before puck drop that she wasn't going to be a part of it it wasn't a game time decision type thing that's your emotional leader out there like this is this is the Crosby to to the Canadian women's side and they had to go out there and do a job without Marie-Philippe Poulin and and they did so admirably again the first period it was Melody Daou that converted in the first place and then uh, a puck that sort of bounced in off of Kendall Coyne Schofield and into the net and and off you go to the race as a 2 nothing lead. And that was all that they really needed. Ultimately, again, a 5-1 uh, final. So Canada winning Group A at the Women's World Hockey Championship. Tomorrow is when the quarterfinal round starts. I 
admittedly have not looked at the schedule to see when Canada plays next, but I think, yeah, that's what we have a producer for. Cody, you can figure that one out. Uh, tomorrow at <laughs> 5 against Germany. Perfect, 5 okay. o'clock against Germany. So expect the shot totals to be heavily favoring the home side. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most certainly. It's, uh, it, it'll, hey, it's all part of, of getting ready for that. I mean, you can't look past the quarters, can't look past the semis, but you just got to keep playing well. If Team Canada keeps playing well, as they have so far, I like their chances of getting to that final game, of course. But yeah, it's going to be exciting, and I hope they play. I hope they play the Americans in the final mm-hmm. because it's it's a great rivalry, and they've they've shown that they can not only uh, play with them, that they can they can be better than them, and yeah. that's good to see. Exactly, it's it, they don't want to meet the standard that the U.S. has set. They want to set their own standard and say that you know Canadian hockey development is is the pinnacle. This is what they're striving for, and and the hunger for these girls, as we've talked about over the last couple of weeks with Sarah Nurse, with Emirates Mashmeyer, having not won the gold medal since 2013. That should be enough inspiration in and of itself. But then you factor in, they haven't played. This tournament's been postponed twice, as recently as May, and then brought around, and it was in Nova Scotia, and then here we go again. So they've had a lot of hoops to jump through, and it was excellent to see that not impact the team. But I do want to point out that Poulin was hurt blocking a shot like sliding out, blocking it with her face in a game that they beat Switzerland 5 nothing, 6 nothing in, ultimately. So maybe a little bit less of that against <laughs> Germany tomorrow at 5. <laughs> uh, that's, you can't coach that kind of leadership out of a player or get them to dial it back, but you don't want to see your captain blocking shots with her teeth in a game that you're probably going to shoot the team by 50. It's hard to turn that off, though. It is. Yeah, if that's the way you play and that's the way you're wired, it is incredibly difficult to dial it back. A unfortunate situation for yeah. sure. And I hope Poulin is able to return for the for the quarters or the semis or, or the final, whatever. Whenever she can come back, that'd be great. But yeah, it's tough to dial that back. They were encouraged by where she was at health-wise yesterday, but obviously not so healthy that she was able to play in a game that you figure if she could have yeah. she definitely would have so that's what's going on with today's top story again for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling get your AC today with no payments no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling we've got the uh, River Cree Resort Casino hotline open it's 780-496-0063 live entertainment back at the River Cree Honeymoon Suite and the Headpins they're on stage September 3rd April 1 Rocks the House September 18th in Hotel California. The Eagles tribute band. They play Friday, October 29th. Details at RiverCreeResort.com. It's Friday. It's the summertime. It might be the last summertime of Friday. But we're here, and that means that we've got trivia for you. How does a $50 GC to Pro-Am Sports sound to you? What's Pro-Am Sports, you ask? Well... Your uh, <clears throat> fan cave and fan gear source for all things Oilers in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and online at proamsports.ca. If you've been listening, you know how it works. You haven't been listening, here's how it works. You're going to text us the answer to a few of the clues. I'll, I'll give you a few here. We'll step out. We'll give you time to think about it. 
text us at 780-496-0063. Oilers Now Trivia brought to you by Pro-Am Sports. You can pick up yourself uh, some nice Oilers gear, maybe some nice other sports collectibles. They might even have some music and entertainment stuff there for you. Jack Cookson and the team at Pro-Am Sports. But here we go. This player played for both Claire Drake and Jim Don Levy at the U of A, Golden Bears hockey and football. He was a hockey Whoa. player. He was a football player. And don't overthink this, by the way. <laughs> I don't know how many of those two sport athletes were, were there at that time. Uh, okay, I can give you one more. A football player for the Golden Bears on the defensive line that also played hockey for Claire Drake and the Golden Bears. Think about it. We'll step out here on Oilers now, come back with the answer, come back with the audio vault as well for our friends at Direct Workwear. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon, Cody Jansen with you on Oilers Now. You're smart. You're smart. You didn't need that long to figure out Oilers Now trivia today. The second texter got it. Because we have devoted, lifelong fans of the Edmonton sports scene who have lock safe memories. One of them hosts this show regularly. <laughs> Another one has got the answer to today's trivia for our friends at Pro Am Sports. I asked you, who was the member of both the Golden Bears football team and hockey program back in the day, playing for Jim Don Levy and Claire Drake? Okay, and then I said that he was a, a football player on the defensive line, but he also played a long time as an offensive lineman in the CFL. And then if I told you that he won multiple cups with the Eskimos, the Elks, where would you land? Hmm. Hmm. It's, it's, it's almost like I can hear his voice on this station sometimes. It's, it's almost as though his, his hauntingly familiar voice can be heard on these airwaves during an Elks broadcast. Uh, well, the next Elks broadcast. Today's answer, Blake Dermott to Pro-Am Trivia. I honestly did not know that he played hockey for a cup of coffee at that level. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. To do both of those at that level, yeah. that's incredibly tough. There there can't be a lot uh, that have done that. I, and certainly there have been some, but I wouldn't think there have been a lot that have done uh, football with the Bears and hockey. That would be incredibly difficult. Some other guesses here. We had uh, Randy Gregg as a guess. We've had uh, Rod Conoff was a guess. Uh, a couple for Blake, actually. Corey Cross. Uh, Dino Bambino, who guessed Corey Cross, but also guessed Bo Jackson. So I, I, I laughed I at that. I think it in Friday yep. may have started a little early for Dino Bambino there on that Bo Jackson <laughs> guess. <laughs> there was a Der Derek Ryan in there, too. I saw the Derek Ryan guess. Oh, you know what? Kevin is Kevin's holding my feet to the fire because I uttered the, uh, the E word. I uttered the previous franchise moniker, and Morley... Managed to get through the entire first Elks broadcast this year without making that same slip up. That'd be difficult. And Kevin was nice enough to say, hey, I've got a pizzeria. 
have a pizza on me. I don't get pizza, though, because I messed it up. I messed it up. Sheesh. I might have to sweet talk our friends at Royal Pizza and see if they can make something happen. I could go for a Texan this weekend. Anyway, uh, that is Oilers Now Trivia. A couple more things to get to here in this first half hour, and we talked a little bit about the headlines, but let's go right through it with NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing Company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Well, let's start with Jack Eichel, why don't we? He's replaced his former agents now. He's going to be represented by Pat Brisson. A trade looming? Maybe that sounds like the rumor right now. Mm. Something's in the works. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens have agreed to terms on a two-year contract extension with forward Ryan Paling. 22-year-old led their American League team in points last season. Uh, Soviet hockey legend. Vladimir Shadron has died at the age of 73, two-time Olympic champion, five-time world champion, part of those great uh, Soviet teams of the 70s. And from the Olympic uh, qualifiers, Alexander Tessier in France are one win away from the 2022 Olympics in Beijing. His French squad defeated Italy today 2-0. They just got to beat Latvia tomorrow, and they're in. Ah, oh, yes, the Olympic qualifiers, which were given special uh, COVID insurance, I guess, for, for those players to participate if an NHL club held their rights. That wasn't the original recommendation from the NHLPA. We were sitting on our hands this week wondering if we'd get more information as to, well, NHL participation at the Olympics in Beijing. What will that look like? Will it look like anything at all? Time is ticking down slowly and I can only ask the same question of John Shannon so many times, right? But I really believe that some of this is going to go hand in hand with how the league and the Players Association figure out what that COVID policy will look like and then part of it will be yeah, how do we get these guys safely in and out of China, if now, we do? Now, if you're the IOC, though, and you're seeing the impact that these NHL players are having on the qualifiers, whether you're talking about Tessier from Columbus, Kopitar from L.A., you know, you got Patrick Russell, Nick Ehlers, these NHL stars are making this weekend, these qualifiers, what they are. You have to think the IOC's thinking, yeah, we probably want these guys at the actual games. Now, I would be lying to you if I said that I didn't really enjoy watching the gold medal game in Pyeongchang when that uh, German squad made it all the way. That was a lot of fun. But if that's the standard of Olympic hockey and that's what I have to look forward to cheer for in the gold medal game, that's not where the sport can be. I just think that we need some sort of international best on best cam like that is listening to the way that people talk about the Canada Cup or the Canada Russia Summit Series and and having seen what it was at the Olympic level over the beginning years of my life let's say it sucks not being able to see it on yeah. a semi-annual basis yeah and, and no better place no better forum to have it than the Olympics like, why not? I, I mm -hmm. And I, I realize there's a lot of things that go into this, uh, but purely from a fan's point of view, that's what you want to see. It is. And that's when patriotism seems to be at an all-time high. I mean, yes. I, again, watching the Canadian women win gold finally, eight years later, nine years later from, from when they got jobbed by that referee against the Americans. I'm crying my eyes out at 7 o'clock in the morning on the couch <laughs> with a cup of coffee because it means that much. So to have that with hockey would be a completely different experience. To have the World Cup... 
you don't get that same sort of emotional investment cheering for your country in that same sense. It's not part of the bigger picture, the bigger representation of Canada. To me, it's more of an isolated showcase of of the event um, or showcase of the league's best players, but not in the same emotional, visceral kind of way. Yeah, it, it's funny how that is. That uh, if it's the if it's the Olympics or or what you know when we had the the Canada Cup, how everybody was on board and it was a huge deal television wise, all these things, mm-hmm. and, and certainly in the stands. And then the like the World Championships that are held in April uh, can be every bit as entertaining and have great drama. I mean, this year Canada yeah. loses the first three games and they come back and win the mm-hmm. thing. But the story but, of that was them being a, kind of a ragged yes. group of lesser-known Canadian hockey players, right? Not unlike the the miracle of 1980. Sure. And that can form a great story, but I want to see the best players from Canada playing with the other best players from Canada before it's too late to watch what Crosby and McDavid could do on the same team. Yeah, and that's... It can be great drama, but when you have best on best... You're gonna. You have the best opportunity for having the most eyeballs on it. You know, the TV numbers. What do you think of mm-hmm. when the the Olympics were in Vancouver? I mean, it was crazy. Like absolutely a, a tremendous numbers uh, television wise, and it, mm-hmm. and it was and it was great drama too. Uh, but that's yeah. I would love to see it. I hope it happens. I hope everything falls in place that it makes sense from whatever the COVID protocols are, whatever it, it, it makes sense from the NHL's point of view, from everybody's point of view, because that's what everybody would like to see. Mm-hmm. The big hockey fans, for sure, would love to see that. It's been too long. And yeah. it just, again, you can't duplicate that kind of that kind of meaningful investment in something. That's what we learned to love about the World Juniors when Canada went on that crazy run of five in a row. That's We love it now that it's kind of more of a special outlier when Canada's able to get that done at the World Junior Tournament. But again, the maple leaf on your chest, the actual Hockey Canada logo maple leaf on your chest, that's what it's about at the end of the day. It really is. And I hope we get an opportunity in a few months' time to see. In a few minutes' time, we'll be joined by Chip Alexander out of Raleigh, North Carolina. We'll talk Hurricanes, Svechnikov, Warren Fogle. How's Ethan Bear going to fit in on that new look back end? All those answers and more when we come back after a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.